0: Feeling really good right now. Um, Had two weeks now of playing full court basketball, five on five. um, Pretty much no restrictions, you know. Still trying to kind of keep a progression of you know how much time and how much load I'm putting on that ankle. But for the most part, I mean, feeling very, very well. Uh, Hey, everybody! It's
2: Mike Petralia alongside Jeff Goodman of Stadium and the Good and Plenty Podcast, of course, on CLNS Media and CLNS Media you know, founder and all-around Celtics fan, Nick So, Guys, uh, Gordon Hayward finally spoke here on Thursday afternoon, and he says pretty much he's ready to go. Your biggest takeaway, Jeff, from what Gordon Hayward had to say?
1: You know that he's been playing five-on-five five for the last couple weeks with no restrictions. He's been playing pickup against the players. I talked to one source who said he looks good, and they said he, doesn't, he hasn't dunked on anybody yet. He doesn't have that explosiveness. And Gordon reiterated that. I mean, he he admitted that's the one piece that's missing right now is kind of that that final pop and, and explosiveness uh, to get that back. So you know, obviously, I think he's confident where he's at at this point, but we'll we'll still have to see
3: where he's at, you know, training camp. Jeff, you tweeted it, and to me, not really concerned about starting, only concerned about winning, and that that's the atmosphere that we want here. Uh, in, in Boston and, and Gordon is showing that already great words today doesn't care the minutes just wants banner 18 that's that's he's going he'll be no, fine no, he'll be fine know. you, know, I don't you, think, think, he you don't think he will start you don't think, think
2: there's gonna be any you know conversation among know. the co- no I once he's ready to go he's go he's going. going
1: absolutely I think you have to we know the five starters Like, what's the the question here about who's starting?
2: So, Jeff, let's just play devil's advocate. Let's say he does, you know, because I asked him, are you 100%? He said the only thing missing is that final explosion. And you expect the preseason to solve that, and he'll get that final explosion and be able to do what he normally does, and he'll be full go, 100%, and – in my mind, that would qualify him as a starter.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think again, the mental aspect is the only part that I think he probably has to get over more than anything else. It's it's kind of you know that first dunk on somebody, right. or the first time he lands a little bit awkwardly mm-hmm. and gets up and is fine. And once he gets through that, I think physically again he's fine. They he wouldn't put great. him out there if he
3: wasn't. Yeah, he looks great. And the other thing too is Jeff, how much. So what option then? A Gordon Hayward at, let's say, 90% going yeah. into the season. What option is he on this team on offense? Well,
1: yeah, I mean, Kyrie's one. Tatum's two. Yeah, I think Gordon Hayward's your third option, and I think he's okay with that. That's the great thing about Gordon Hayward, right? Like, he can do everything for this team. He can, he can facilitate if you need him to. He shoots it well. He's a great positional team defender. Uh, so I, I think, again, you've got guys on this team – that are willing to to take a step back to watch Jason Tatum take a step forward, which is what's going to happen.
2: What I thought was also kind of interesting is how the team made an effort to keep him involved in things. And so important. And, and, guys, he spoke at length about the kind of tedious work he had to do while the team was either in Miami or on the West Coast in the sunshine, and he was coming here every day in the cold, freezing rain, picking up you know pebbles with his toes as he as he referenced uh, in our it press was, conference it was
3: concerning to me last year when he got injured thinking is he going to go back to san diego and retreat or indiana but he stayed for the most part here right. in the city which i think is so important for a guy like that seven years in utah now he's finally settled in at home just get him on the basketball court now
1: you know back at butler the knock on on gordon hayward Was that he was kind of a loner. Yeah. That he didn't really hang out with the guys on the team as much. And it just shows how much he's matured. And obviously to have Brad Stevens as his coach, a guy that knows him well. Right. And a guy that's so good about relationships. I'm sure Brad played a huge role in making sure that there were people around him, people reaching out to him every day to keep him kind of – At least engage with the team.
2: We'll leave you with this lasting image. Gordon Hayward, after his press conference with us in the media, made his way across the uh, new practice facility courts behind us in a full Celtics 20 uniform. The first time he's been in that, I believe. Since opening night. Since opening night. Uh, Who knows? Maybe
1: he's worn it to bed. We don't know that. I've been wearing
2: it to bed. (laughs) He might have been. Who knows? But certainly everybody's looking forward to seeing Gordon Hayward in full uniform opening night for the Celtics. will have you covered on clns
1: media every neighborhood has a heartbeat a place that represents what being home is all about in boston's historic north end that place is boston barber and tattoo company boston barber and tattoo company has become home to a list celebrities like gordon hayward brad marchand milan lucic aaron baines and the list goes on over the years it's more than just Boston's most well-known corner barbershop. It's a spot to catch up while getting lined up, and it's also a tourist attraction for the hundreds of thousands of people that visit the North End throughout the year. Boston Barber and Tattoo Company, a North End landmark that represents the epicenter of the neighborhood at its core, located at 113 Salem Street.
0: Ah, uh, feeling really good right now. I um, had... Two weeks now of playing full court basketball, five on five, um, pretty much no restrictions. You know, still trying to kind of keep a progression of, you know, how much time and how much load I'm putting on that ankle. But for the most part, I mean, feeling very, very well, um, just excited to be out there. It's, it's so much fun being able to play again and play with my teammates. And, um, you know, these next these past two weeks in the next probably month or so would be good to kind of Get back into the game, feel feel the rhythm, the timing, different things like that. But feels feels pretty good. How close
2: are you to 100 percent, Jordan?
0: Um, I mean, I would say I'm basically 100 percent. There's there's certain things that I think are going to take time, even if my was 100 percent healthy. Um, not 100 percent as far as basketball wise, just because I haven't played in a year. So, trying to figure those things out. Um, you know, the last step for me is as far as from a physical standpoint, is like the, the little explosion, that little last juice bounce that you get. Um, and so that's going to take maybe the longest time. But like I said, for the most part, I feel very good.
3: What was, what was the rehab process
2: like there. for you?
3: How difficult was it for you to sit and watch?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it was the most difficult thing I've, I've done. I've been very blessed. I haven't, haven't had an injury like this um, in my basketball mm-hmm. career. And so to have to sit and watch, um, uh, you know, not be with the team and just do rehab every day was extremely difficult for me. It's a, I've told multiple people that the, the hardest part of this whole process has been the mental challenge. I mean, um, having to just fight through not being able to play and uh, do the tedious task of just the rehab and that whole process is, is um, something I don't hope to have to go through again. So. Last,
1: last year you, you talked about it.
3: How
0: have you from that? There... Yeah, I mean, it's uh, especially right when it happens. Um, there are dark, that definitely are some dark days, some days where you just don't know if you're going to be the same player, um, kind of what's on the horizon, what's the future look like. I think having a family helped me get through that, um, having you know my faith helped me get through that as well, um, puts things in perspective for you. And you have to find the joy in the little things of, of the rehab. Um, you know doing different drills that you're doing in rehab like picking up marbles and different things like that trying to compete and and find some sort of happiness just being around the facility when the guys were in town joking with the staff members different things like that really kind of kept my spirits up do you fully well, how expect it, how is it now just in terms
2: of of the how much has it
3: been for
0: Yeah, I mean each step along this uh, journey has been there's been points in time where um, I get to do different things like the first time that I was able to, to, uh, get out of the, the uh, boot, um, and walk normally. Then the first time that I was able to jog and, um, I hit a point in time where then I had to do a second surgery and that kind of brought me back down a little bit. But, um, after that, it's been, it's been amazing with just the different, um, like I said, the different steps that in each step I, I get some joy. And so now we're kind of at that final step of playing five on five and it's, um, you know i i enjoy practicing i enjoyed putting in the work because last year i wasn't able to do you
3: Ooh, expect to be on the floor in the season opener?
0: uh yeah 100 i expect to be out there um i think this is what this time is for us for me to kind of find my groove a little bit um, like i said you can do all the drills you want you know all the cardio the uh, jumping agility stuff but there's nothing like playing five on five so When I play out here with my teammates, when I get into practice situations, that's going to be the best. Playing in the preseason games, that'll be the best, you know, work I can get. Or
1: you said
2: through the rehab process that you would just set small goals for yourself each and every day to accomplish. What you learned about yourself as a player that maybe you didn't already know through your rehab and recovery?
0: Um, I think when you go through a process like this, you just find out that, um, you know, if you want to get back to the player that you were, it takes a lot of effort. Um, and there's days, I, I mean, I think you find the fight within yourself cause there's so many days where, you know, I wake up and it's like, man, I, here we go again. Another day I'm driving in, it was freezing cold weather here in Boston, um, below zero going into the facility and the team's in, you know, LA or they're in Miami or whatever, and they're playing and I'm picking up marbles and putting them into a bucket. I'm standing on one leg and doing balance drills. I'm, you know, shooting from a chair. Like, all that stuff, um, you know, it, to be able to get up and do it every single day and do it a little bit longer the next day and do it a little bit better the next day and slowly work off getting out of the chair and getting out of the boot. And, you know, now I can stand and shoot, and then I can do one dribble and shoot. And, and just the long process, I mean, it. Um, it was a process and a journey, and I'm still not there yet, but it just like I said helped me find kind of the fight in myself
3: How anxious are you to find out how good this team can be with you coming back with Kyrie and yeah. the rest of your
0: Ah, uh, Very anxious. I mean these watching the guys last year just gave me a lot of confidence in our team and what I think we have the ability to do to accomplish Playing with some of them these last two weeks. I mean we have some talent on this team we have a lot of depth and Uh, It's going to be a fun year. Three more questions? Can you just talk about the support you've gotten from your teammates, fans, your coaches
3: throughout this process and what it's meant to you?
0: Yeah, the support has been unbelievable. Um, You know, besides just my family, having teammates check in, having guys come over to the house. Um, I can remember Aaron Baines. uh, I'm a big donut guy. I like donuts. That's like my cheap food. And I remember he brought Krispy Kremes back from uh, a road trip and drove them over to the house and um, just – simple things like that, um, mean a lot to me. I mean, it means a lot to my family too, that people care and, and also the fans too. I mean, them, they've been sending so much fan mail and, um, kind of trying to lift up my spirits and how some of them are going through the exact same journey that, you know, them being hurt And, um, we're, we're kind of going through that together. And that's been a really cool thing for me to see and how so many people get hurt. Um, and I was kind of working my way through it with them. And so I think that was a cool way for me to connect with fans, and um, you know the coaching staff too. I can't say enough about the coaching staff and um, you know the other members of our staff that helped me throughout the year, um, every single day. Like I said, getting in there at six, seven a.m. and not leaving till two in the afternoon, doing like a tedious drills and and pool sessions, and going out to San Diego with me, and you know sacrificing a lot um, for me. Uh what's amazing. Gordon, how you position on what's
3: your position on starting? If you talk to Brandon about that, obviously
0: a lot of guys that have started sort Yeah. Uh it's not something I'm you know worried about at all, I think. We're worried about winning and putting another banner up behind you. Um we like I said, we have so much depth, we have so much talent. Doesn't matter who starts for me. Um I'm, my goal is to help us get that banner. So Last with question. Any fear or anxiety? The way a baseball hitter might get beamed, they might be a little nervous the next time. Do you play with any fear or anxiety about your injury? Uh, so far no. I haven't had any fear as far as cutting or jumping, um, anything like that. I think it's just working my way back into a groove, finding the different rhythms, the timings of the game. I mean this was I've played four times five on five, so um, after not playing for a year. So that that part is gonna take some time and just figuring out, you know, like I said, those timings, those different things that over the years when you just play, it just comes naturally. And when you take a long break like that, you got to kind of find it again. So that's what that's what I'm using this time for. Like I said, I'll use preseason and then I'll be rolling.
3: How many times have you watched your injury and have you put it completely out of your mind?
0: Yeah, no, I, I haven't watched it. I'm um, Scrolling through Instagram, you know how today's social media works. I've, I've seen it on my search feed a little bit, but – I have not watched the video. I don't plan on watching the video. Um, you know, I'm moving forward past it.
2: Great, thanks. thanks.
0: thanks. thanks. Thank, you it. Thank you. Thank you, guys.